Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you today. Got to tell you, we're having an absolutely fabulous day here in New Jersey. Uh, the weather forecast had uh, had been that we were going to get slammed with between 8 and 14 inches of snow today, and apparently the winter gods have taken pity on us, and they've spared me an additional day of snow blowing and shoveling. So I am ever so grateful. My kids, on the other hand... Not nearly as excited about this turn of events as I am. Uh, both Tally, age five, and Noah, age three and a half, had decided that there would be no school today and that they would be sledding for the entire day. Oh, well, I guess they can't win them all, right? So, in any case, today is a fantastic day as I've got an amazing guest expert who is most certainly the real deal. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind groups, or through Powerful Words Character Development, All-Star Cheer Sites, or Dance Sites Done Right, you know how often I talk about the importance of finding the right mentor and following their instructions, right? Well, this episode is certainly going to stress the importance of that instruction. The, the expert I'm interviewing today has worked with some of the top, top, top folks in the world, um, and she is the one on the instructional side. So we've totally got the real deal, folks. Now, today is going to be my honor and privilege to share this amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable information to help you succeed. So I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be awesome. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. We only go around uh, one time, folks, so let's make sure it's a great trip. All right, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your child, anything else that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second. So before we officially get going, I want to give you a little bit of background about our guest today. A native of Chile. D.C. Cordova is the CEO of Accelerated Business Schools, Money and You, a global organization that has over 70,000 graduates from Asia-Pacific and North American regions in both English and Chinese. Her goal is to transform educational systems around the world in an effort to eradicate poverty and hunger. With a purpose of uplifting humanity's consciousness through business, she has programs in eight countries worldwide and has been a pioneer of transformational entrepreneurial education since 1979. DC is a mentor of nurturing who works with high-level entrepreneurs and business leaders, taking them to their next level of success. Some of the more well-known graduates of her programs include, get this folks, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, T. Harv Ecker, all of whom attended Money and You before they reached their level of success they enjoy today. She's featured in several books and authored the Comprehensive Money-Making Systems Manual. So, DC, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And hello, aloha to the audience. <laughs> Great. You know, DC, before we get started, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak, 
Do me a favor. Take a second. Share your story with our listeners. What are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is DC Cordova? Thank you so much. I have been in the field of entrepreneurial education for 35 years. And because I have been doing this for so long and have been in in classrooms with people around the world, I know that human beings have an amazing potential for success and also to add value to others, to contribute to others. Uh, one of my mentors is a gentleman by the name of Buckminster Fuller. And Buckminster Fuller was the man that taught us that we can have, we can move from from scarcity thinking to sufficiency to abundance. And basically, I used to be a court reporter in what I call my past life in my 20s. I was an interpreter in the legal field, and I was a court reporter, and I was going to grow up to be an attorney. So I learned a lot about business in that field. And obviously, when you work in the legal system, you will have all kinds of cases. And then also, I came from a family of female entrepreneurs, so I watched them really um, very simple, middle-class family from Chile, and I had the opportunity to learn from them. So for me, it was heavenly that in, by the time I was 28 years old, I found the first business school for entrepreneurs of its kind. It was literally the first business school for social entrepreneurs. And it was ideal for me to be able to use so many of the business tools that I had learned and implemented. I was extremely successful by the time I was 25 years old. And then also be able to implement it with what could be called personal development, transformational tools. So we were the first people to create a business school for entrepreneurs that had a, an experiential element to it and also humanitarian element to it. And um, through the years, my mentors went on to create other businesses. The female mentor went on to create supercamp.com, excellent program for young people. She's the top in the world. And so I inherited, inherited the work. And uh, so for the last 35 years, I have been able to grow my organization using the systems that we teach. And I am a very systems-oriented person. And through first the United States, then through a series of circumstances and following the clues, I ended up going to Australia, New Zealand. And then that whole area is a little bit like if you live in San Diego, people are going to want to take you to L.A., you know, San Francisco, and then later Portland and Seattle. Then I went from that area to Singapore, Hong Kong, Taiwan, back to Malaysia, and then back up to all kinds of different cities throughout China and Brunei, Indonesia. So I'm actually the queen of the Asia-Pacific region in regards to transformational entrepreneurial education. And now um, we are actually have over 100,000 graduates now around the world. And my whole thing is, my, my purpose in life is to uplift humanity's consciousness through business. And I can explain that a little bit more later. And one of my missions is to transform educational systems around the world to eradicate poverty and hunger. And I do that by using a great principle called leverage. And one of the people that you probably, one that leveraged me beautifully was my old business partner, Robert Kiyosaki, who published a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that 
that book is based on our work and the teachings of Buckminster Fuller. So I was able to really leverage my purpose and mission through someone else that has a completely different organization, and that's another example of cooperation. So that's a little bit about me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tell me this, uh, because I, I think it's so interesting, and also it's just usually a great learning point for folks, um, especially when you talk to somebody who's been there and done it, and, and done it consistently well for a long time. How did you get yourself started in entrepreneurship? I, I, I really, in the legal system, I began to learn how simple business was from watching all these cases and all these people fighting. And when it came right down to it, and fast forward a few decades, you know, maybe a decade later, we discovered that there were three areas of entrepreneurship, sales and marketing, people and organization, money and finances, and of course, you know, having technical expertise. So I discovered that maybe I wasn't the brightest entrepreneur in the room, but I was great at being part of an entrepreneurial team. So I am surrounded, and I was surrounded in my 20s, by people that were excellent entrepreneurs. And so I would learn from them and then take systems that had worked for me in building you know, my own business and had seen people build a business. And I remember I was a McDonald's avid reader. I read every book on McDonald's because they were the first people that really became famous and were famous for implementing systems that could teach a kid, a teenager that couldn't clean up his room, but he could make a great hamburger. So those were my influences, and I, I began by first as a court reporter. I learned how to leverage that. And then later when I took over this business in 1979, I began to use the tools and the context that I had. I, I, I learned a new definition of wealth, which I just identified in the last few years, that wealth is your access to money, to networks, to information, to, you know, and now with the web, oh my God, what I would have done if I had had the internet and the and a website back in the days. And so wealth is taking all that into, into one area that is focused, and that's how I got started in entrepreneurship. Wow. You know, you, you talk about um, the importance of your mentors. So let, let's talk about that for a second. Who, who were your mentors? Who are your mentors um, even today? I have to honestly say my mother was my first mentor. She really was. And this is very important for people to know. Your parents are your first mentors. And so you have to be very careful what you tell your children because they're going to listen to it and it's going to be in their heads forever. So my mother was an amazing mentor for me in teaching me the value and the exchange of money. One of the things she told me once when I was uh, very young, there's nothing for free, she said, Dorisita, there's nothing for free. Maybe the love of your family, the love of your parents, brothers and sisters, and your aunties, and your family, and then if you are blessed enough, some human beings and some good friends. The rest of it, there is an exchange. And even in friendship, you have to exchange something in order for your friends to be happy with you. But everybody else, you have to keep an eye on it. You have no idea how much that was valuable for me through the years. Later, there was a gentleman by the name of Werner Earhart who created the EST organization. 
But not only because he, that program was so powerful, but because he was also into systems. And he was the first person to really put the human potential movement on the map since literally some of the old metaphysicians like the books Think and Grow Rich and all that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, a woman by the name of Sandra Ray, who taught me tremendous things about spirituality. And then later, I have had amazing different mentors of women extremely wealthy by the name of Jenny Tay. Now her last name is Jen, the chairman of a company called The Hourglass. She was the one that took me to the whole other level of working with the mega rich in Asia and really taught me, very similar to my mother, that money was not it, but having good networks and she probably introduced me to some of the most powerful people in the Asia-Pacific region that allowed me to really accelerate my purpose and my mission. And there are many others. Right now I have a spiritual mentor by the name of Dr. Sananda, and I had another mentor, by, a spiritual mentor by the name of Dr. Um, uh, her name is Esperanza Universal. These are private people that you probably haven't heard of, but they were definitely my mentors. Wow. Yeah, I got to tell you that 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 line from your mom. Um, you know, I'm thinking about a conversation that I had with my son yesterday. Um, he, I, both my kids uh, are learning how to ice skate. Uh, my son wants to play ice hockey, and we've been talking. And you know, he wants a pair of skates, and so we went yesterday. And he said, "Can can can we have those skates?" Well, you can't just have anything. Um, they're going to give us skates and we're going to give them money for that. And understand, he's only three and a half years old. Yes. Um, and I said, you have to understand that, you know, you can't just walk in and take something. You know, they expect something and we expect something. And it was really an interesting conversation um, yes. because I, I, I saw the understanding in his eyes where he said, okay, so we get these skates and you give him that plastic money. I said, right. And that's what daddy works hard for. So... Um, that you get to enjoy these skates and, and, and it was just a very, very powerful connection for me. Uh, yes. and hearing that that was how, uh, you learned it for your mom really gives me a lot of hope. So thank you for that. Parents have many opportunities for teaching moments and that is the greatest thing about being a parent. Now, I had, uh, two miscarriages when I was very young and this is not like a secret. I share about this. But I was blessed that my mother had a baby when I was 14 years old, my baby uh, sister. And I tell you, she was like a baby. She was like my child. I literally, I, I was very involved in her upbringing until, you know, the first four years of her life and then later as a teen. And I was just with them on Sunday and I just look at her. She's literally now 50 years old. She still looks for me to me like she's 14. <laughs> And one of the things that happened was that I knew that everything that I did and said around her, she was watching like a hawk. She copied everything. She, I was very careful, and there were many times that I was a really good girl because my little sister was watching. And this is something that is so important. And, and I think that my mother took me to a bank and when I was about seven, and I opened up a savings account, and she showed me the big vault and she says there's not a lot of money in there she says there's a truck that comes probably once a week and takes all the money takes us to a really big bank and then people use that money 
to lend it to others, they charge interest, and then they, they go ahead and make more money. Now, how my mother in the 50s would know that, she's so brilliant. And I never, I, from then on, I understood banking. So it's really important for parents to get very educated on the facts, not their beliefs and their opinions about money. We, we have a saying in Money and You, you are entitled to any opinion, but not the facts. Hmm. Not facts. And we're not talking about truth also, because people have different truths. We're talking about the facts. So when you really teach children and young people the facts on how things really work, then they begin to feel safer in the world because then they're not in shock when life turns out different. And that is why a lot of our young people, and it's so sad now, of course I had, you know, I grew up in the 60s and 70s, and unfortunately in the 70s I had quite a few beautiful friends that committed suicide, went to Vietnam, and went through a lot of different things that are no longer with us. And part of what happened was their disappointment in life. So if we can lovingly prepare our children, particularly around business and money, this is crucial because someday they're going to grow up, go to school, get a profession, or start a business, and they don't have now the time, the lag that we used to have in order for them to take years to learn that. That's why my industry is a $100 billion industry. The personal development, the business training, money training, because so many people need to be trained. Absolutely. Well, you know, you, you really speak to the point where so many of my listeners work with young kids as well. So folks, you know, keep that in mind. You know, those, those little eyes are watching, those little ears are listening all the yes, time. They're... So tell me this, what, what are some steps that entrepreneurs can take today to become global entre entrepreneurs, as you like to say? Yes. And let me just very quickly say here, <clears throat> being global. Um, they, this is not an anti-American thing, okay, because I work with this all the time. What we mean by global <clears throat> is that the Internet and this, uh, the web has really allowed us not to have a worldwide market. But also because of the way that the economy moves here and there, it's really important to know that if you're not doing well in one country, you can always go to another. So the global entrepreneurship is already something that has been already um, – Exploit, it has exploded by all the big companies. When you, when you get off a plane in Hong Kong or in Beijing, one of the first things you're going to see, the next step, which is be leveraged. Now, is there anything you would like to say about niches? Gosh, you know, I don't think that there's anything more important um, in building something successful than, than really excelling at a particular niche. Um, we work with an awful lot of folks, uh, but we always found out we started where we were from and we understood the problems and we understood the challenges and we also understood the solutions to those particular niches. We couldn't be everything to everybody. Um, and once we were able to really stamp our own, stamp our own success in a niche, um, and started to research, you know, most folks like to forget about the research part, um, before we researched another industry, uh, and then became just as successful in that niche. So, um, I do believe that regardless of what it is you sell or what service you provide, um, if you can focus on a niche, it's yes. always going to be easier, um, and more fun. Oh, you just used my favorite word, focus. Focus. 
It, this is so crucial. In our Money in You program, you know, that's a three-and-a-half-day program that we have been presenting for 35 years, and the one that most of the folks that you mentioned took it long, long, long ago. Um, one of the things, uh, and we have many entrepreneurs, we're the biggest thing in China right now because they love the business success model. And by the way, for those of you that may have just kind of like shirked a little bit about the Chinese, I want you to know that we're teaching them very good cooperative entrepreneurship so that they will come online doing things that are good for the world and doing good for, the, for them and using principles that are timeless and because they're coming online, so we might as well train them with good habits. So I bring good news from China. Marvelous. But, yeah, so just very quickly, uh, one of the things that you also need to understand about niches is that you have to be in integrity. You can't just go and copy someone, someone's thing, you know, and, and you can copy it for a little while, but if you don't have the most important part in a niche, which takes us to the next step, leverage, mm -hmm. If you don't have systems in place, you will never be able to leverage. This is where people get stuck. And back in the days when I used to be asked to be a consultant for companies and individuals, which I don't do that anymore, um, it used to be that if I went into a small business or spoke to an individual that didn't have, they had a lot of money problems, there were two things that were lacking. Enough time doing income generating activities and leveraging themselves. So leverage is leveraging the little money that you have or a lot of money that you have or access to money that you have. Your networks, you're using technology. There's so many free things. I just got into Flipboard. I downloaded the Flipboard app. And if you look on the business, you will see the Money in You magazine. Um, I love putting articles there, all of my many, many graduates. People always want to know what I'm reading and what I focus on. Well, I read all kinds of things. So now I have a magazine that I can show them. It's for free. You can create a Flipboard magazine for free, get content from their thing, and then also get you know your friends. You can download all these different URLs and they show up on this beautiful magazine. Technology has made it available for you to really leverage resources and products and services of others and cooperating. Like, Jason, thank you for inviting me to be here because I feel like you are allowing me to share, you know, very good materials where you're helping me fulfill my purpose. And I so appreciate that because I'm earning my wings so I can go to heaven when I leave this world. <laughs> Gosh, you know, the, the, the pleasure is really mine. And, and to be honest, when I, when I look at the information you're sharing, um, somebody, somebody is listening to this right now and just got the piece of the puzzle they've been missing. So I really need to thank you for that. You know, talk, talk to me about the next piece. Obviously, leverage, leverage is important. Um, you know, when I think about how we grew our first business, the, the Powerful Words Character Development business, um, I remember saying, I don't really know how to grow this thing. I know it's important. I know people will love it. I know it's high quality. Uh, and I remember calling one of my mentors at the time and saying, you know, would you mind sharing this with your people? He's, he was a big muckety-muck and still is in the, in the martial arts industry. He sent out an email and letting people know that this was now available and what he thought of it. And, you know, we woke up the next morning with 64 new clients. Yes. 
And all of a sudden, you know, talk about learning the power of leverage. Um, that was, I could have never done that. Yes. You know, you know I just cooperative entrepreneurship. This is competition. It's no longer existent. And I can't go into that conversation. It's a very powerful conversation. But you just got to remember, you have no competition if you are the best. Bruce Lee did not have competition. Exactly. To this day, Bruce Lee doesn't have competition. So, you know, it's like when you are the best, you focus on excellence. In our Money and You program, we, we have a whole piece on mastery. And what I let me just share with you a little bit more about the next step of the okay. business success model because this is where excellence comes in. Would that be okay? I'd love it. Okay, so the next step is align team. And this is the hardest part on the business success model and also the three different areas that I mentioned earlier that anyone in business, whether you are an employee and can share this information with your employers or whether you are doing your own business, there's three areas you need to master. is sales and marketing, people and organization, money and finances. Let me talk about the second one here, people and organization. This is a very difficult thing. The hardest thing is people because you have people that have emotions. They have, they have opinions. They have hurt minds, hurt spirits from experiences that they have had. And then they come work with you or to be your business partner. And then all of a sudden they bring all that with them. And I have, I work with many people, especially in the Asia Pacific region that did not grow up in San Diego, California, <laughs> have never heard of any kind of uh, personal development tools. And when I share this, this piece with them, and I work with some very successful people, we have many billionaires that attend our program, and I have in my network billionaires with heart that are such beautiful people, and they all agree that when they were able to really succeed was when they had a purpose for their business, a mission that could be measurable, and I share mine earlier, which both uh, this, a mission is, is measurable. The third one is having very clear rules of the game on how you're going to participate together. And we spend hours in this area in our programs because both in our Money New program and our Business School for Entrepreneurs, which is an eight-day program covering these major areas. And rules of the game is like, think of a sporting event, think of a competition, a martial arts competition, or any kind of sports competition. They have very clear parameters, how they're going to win, what are the rules of the game, who's going to be the referee, you know, and then you have all the concessions around, you have the uniforms. Same thing, apply that model to business and you will create a business that will have so much more of an opportunity for you to be successful. So the, the, that next one was an aligned team. And a team is, of course, as strong as its weakest link. So you have to put systems in place to be able to catch that weakest link because every organization has it. Every, every business, whether it is the biggest business, Apple Computers, or you have a little mom and pop shop on the corner, has the same challenges, believe me, which is to deal with people. Hmm. So if you are not good with people, stop trying to do it. Find someone that comes in as a partner, that comes in as a shareholder, comes in as a maybe an employee, like 
One of the richest women in California was the woman that was the secretary to Ray Kroc, McDonald's again, who was retired. Well, she, she was in her 50s, I believe, or early 60s. And she volunteered her time to be the administrative person for the Kroc brothers. And then what happened was, uh, and then later Ray Kroc, and they paid her in shares. She at one point was one of America's richest women <laughs> because she took shares on something and her, her ability to be able to deliver what they were promising was key. So this is an area of business that people forget. So an aligned team is handling the, the areas also of sales and marketing, which is to me is like rocket science and we can have that conversation another time people and organization being organized. And later, um, and if, if you don't mind, let me just take people to, if you go to moneyandyou.com, you will download a four-session business makeover, four hours of free entrepreneurial education. And then you'll have an opportunity immediately. There will be a, a little letter that will come to you about a thing called Money Making Systems Manual. Very inexpensive. And one of the things that you will see there is all the people systems. I literally give this for free. By the way, I want to clarify something. Just because something is in the web doesn't mean that people haven't spent money in creating it. This is one of the biggest myths out there. People feel very free to take things from the web because they think it didn't cost somebody anything. When someone says that, it tells me they know nothing about business in the web. The web is very expensive. Right, Jason? Absolutely. <laughs> Amen to that. So one of the things that we want to do is we want to, I want you to take a look at the teams that you have around you because that takes us to the next two steps, the last two steps of the business success model, which is synergy. And that's the ability to create results beyond the ordinary. This is where you now are creating extraordinary results from having followed the business success model. And then, of course, the last step is results. Because I have a friend, a mentor. As I said, I have many. I'll, you know, hard to mention all of them. This wonderful mentor when I was 27 years old, Marsha Martin, said to me and to many, in life, you either have reasons why you're not creating what you need to create and want to have in life, or results that will speak for themselves. So your results are going to be the thing that will tell you. That's going to be the statistics. You have to have even simple statistics. And in, in my manual, Money Making Systems, which, by the way, is boring. Systems are boring. Don't think that, you are, <laughs> that, that systems are going to be exciting. What's going to be exciting is going to be the money that you're going to create, the organization that adds value, the nonprofits that help people. And when you're flying first class to Hawaii to stay in a five-star hotel, that's when you have fun. <laughs> so in business, it is boring. Systems have to be over and over. In my Money in Your program, one of the biggest things that people get, because we have a game, very powerful game, where people get that, that systems just repeat themselves, repeat themselves, repeat themselves. It's like a machine. And then that's what you want. That's what people mean by, by creating a money-making machine. By the way, you can't just believe that you can do that from being a great Internet entrepreneur. You also have to have systems in place in order to follow up with people, in order to handle the banking. 
And by the way, you want to have rich people problems. This is, this is something when people say, oh, I don't want to pay taxes. Well, you should have seen me in December. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like I was in tears. But that is what you pay for when you are successful and you happily pay those taxes because it means that you're making money. Now, I know that there's, I, I do the best that I can. The U.S. government, the IRS says, spend as much money as you can on, on tax deductible items. You should have seen us scrambling on, in December. Okay, who are we going to give money to? It was so much fun. And that is fun. So money is something that is a reward for a good product or service that you have used good marketing tools to let people know about it. This is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. All right, I, you know, at this point, let's talk about the resource of the week. And now, here's your Real Deal Resource of the Week. So, how can our listeners find out more? Obviously, you've mentioned a couple of websites, but where can they go, um, if you wouldn't mind, to learn more about you, learn more about money and you? Um, because I, I think these are resources that everybody as an entrepreneur not just should have, but must have. Well, I love for them to go download an explanation of the, of the business success model, and they can go to moneyandyou.com forward slash free gift. And, the, and that will be uh, uh, a few pages that will explain and They will have it in writing, and you put that on your refrigerator because it will have the business success model. It will be a pyramid. And then I already share, go to moneyandyou.com, uh, you know, and download the four-session business makeover. And like I like to say to people, download all this stuff, and if you don't want to be on my list, you can unsubscribe anytime. Use my materials, but apply them, apply them. These are things that I promise you that have been proven and tested, and people have created tremendous success out of using these tools. And then, of course, if anyone then feels comfortable and they know and may be uncomfortable around money, success, and wealth, do attend the Money and You program. It's a, we have one coming up in America on March 13th through the 16th. And then, of course, later, if you go to moneyandyou.com, you will see all the different schedules. We have them around the world. And just once you create a network like ours, then you can open up the world to being a global entrepreneur and you can learn a lot about me at dccordova.com. And I'm a humanitarian now. So the biggest thing I want to ask, use these principles. You know, become financially independent at the manner that you want to be. And then help me eradicate poverty and hunger on planet Earth. Because it's going to take every human being to put a little bit of their energy to eradicate such a horrendous condition on the planet. Absolutely. Absolutely. DC, let me ask one final question. I, I love to end my podcast with this because it, it's so telling on so many levels. So if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business to succeed or, more importantly, help them to live a better life, what would that piece of advice be? Be very clear on your end game. And I highly recommend that you set up your business or tell your employers so that you pretend that you're going to sell it in five years' time. That distinction will give you many little distinctions on how, set up, how to set up your team, uh, excuse me, your business organization with systems. 
so that it is packaged and can be sold. I've been doing that since I was 29 years old, okay? I've been doing this for 35 years. I haven't sold my business yet, but that's how I was able to create being financially independent with my business generating automatic money because I pretended that I was going to sell it. And that's a very powerful distinction for anyone, no matter how big, how small their businesses are, or they work for someone else. Fantastic advice. Fantastic. DC, thank you so much for joining us today. I know how busy your schedule is, and, and I truly appreciate you joining us today to share some of your wisdom with us. And you too. Thank you, Jason, for having this platform, and aloha to everyone. <laughs> well, folks, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal make a plan, and work like hell towards it to achieve the success that you deserve. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. Go get them, folks. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.